Welcome to the Rebel Influencer Podcast with me, your host, Leona Burton. In a world where conformity often reigns supreme, I am here to spotlight the rebels, the people who are changing the game. This podcast is brought to you by Peaks Private Members Club, the very place to be for successful entrepreneurs scaling past six figures, those people who are looking for long-lasting connections. At Peaks, founded by Nicola Peak, they specialize in breakthrough business and social events that go beyond the ordinary. It's a place where successful entrepreneurs come together to experience transformative mastermind sessions, receive unique mentoring, and build long-lasting relationships with peers on the same growth journey. Stay with us to the very end for an exclusive Peaks offer. Tina, Joy, Carol, I am so, so grateful for you being here today and giving up your very precious time because I know that you are an extremely busy lady. You jumped on here a couple of minutes early and you were busy voice noting. You didn't know I could hear you, I don't think, at that point, but you were busy voice noting, rallying, doing all the things, making sales. And I was sat here smiling to myself thinking that is a lady who knows how to get stuff done so thank you so much for joining me today on the rebel influencer podcast um you'll have to excuse my voice guys i am a little bit gruff at the moment i do have a cold i'm in mexico it's 36 degrees heat but only i could catch a cold in this weather which is crazy um (laughs) tina i had the pleasure of sharing a stage with you quite a few years now, maybe four years ago, which is wild. And I was mesmerized by your energy. First of all, if you don't know this lady, you need to go stalk her right now because she is a force. But I loved the fact you were unapologetically yourself. Like the first thing I noticed other than the energy was obviously your ears um, and not the ears that you have on your head, your Mickey ears. Mm-hmm. And I loved that. I loved that because I loved the fact you were so confident in yourself as a person that you were wearing whatever you wanted to wear. And I think that that is something that as women, especially and guys too, but as women, we shy away from. Let's dig into that. So let's talk about the the ears first and foremost. Okay. What do you want to know? How I ended I- up with them? I want to know all about them because they are a statement. Okay. So when I first started um, in the industry and and using social media to grow my business, um, I had someone tell me that I needed to do live videos. And I was, let me just be very clear. I was terrible at them <laughs> in the beginning. It, it's pain. I actually just shared my first live video with my team and they were like, oh, this gives me so much hope, which was the point, right? But when I first started doing live videos, I was like, I, I knew that I needed to set myself apart, but I didn't know how um, because I was doing them and and literally no one was getting on but my husband. He was like, go, babe, you're doing awesome. And I'm like, mm, yay. <laughs> and so I thought one day, because I genuinely love Disney, we are annual pass holders, we're DVC members, we go to Disney all the time. It's just our favorite place to go have good, clean fun. Um, I'm actually getting ready to leave to go to Disney on Friday again. And so I have mouse ears. I probably have a couple hundred pair of mouse ears. Um, My daughter actually owns a Disney small shop where she makes mouse ears. So like, it's literally a part of our family. And I thought, 
what if I just put the mouse ears on? Like it would be enough, I felt like, to, to like grab people's attention on social media. And so that was how it started, was just more of an attention grab, not even that I was really trying to brand myself or even that I knew that what branding was because I didn't at that point. And so I did. I just threw them on and slowly it became a brand of its own. And, and then it just became, I was the social mouse. And then when I wouldn't wear mouse ears, when I was live, people were like, where's your mouse ears? What's going on? And so it just became a thing of its own. And then I just decided that when I spoke on stages, I would wear the ears. It's more like just my... um like you said, me being exactly who I am and still being able to have the success I have and not having to conform to what other people think you have to be to have high levels of success. And so it just really is what it is. And um, now I absolutely love it. And I plan outfits around them um, and even buy them for special occasions if I'm going to be speaking at special events. I mean, I am here for all of this. I like, I literally love that. And honestly, I watch your lives. And if you don't have your mouse ears on, I'm like, girlfriend, where are the ears? <clears throat> so you've had a really interesting journey. I mean, just over the last four years. But previous to, to that, previous to your network marketing journey, which has been wild, amazing, I'm sure quite challenging at times. What was life like for you? Oh, gosh. So... Um, you know, I am, I am not somebody that had it easy. Like most people, you know, we all have a past. And so just, um, the short version of, I had a lot of trauma from my childhood and then in my teenage years, um, and that reared its ugly head. Like it just kind of stayed buried for a long, long time. Um, and I, it was undealt with was what happened. And, um, in my thirties, I kind of lost my mind. I really, really did. Um, and in a short amount of time, I ended up divorced. My dad passed away, which since my mom left when I was two, my dad was all I had. And so my dad passed away. Um, he was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and died three weeks to the day later. Um, so I had that trauma, the divorce, um, I ended up um, getting two DUIs um, in a year's time. I lost my home, my car, my job, the respect of everyone who loved me. Um, it's honestly shocking. I didn't lose my children at that point. Um and I was just not okay. I was actually considering ending my life um, at the end of 2010 because I just was such a mess and I just didn't want my children to see me like that anymore. And um, so I ended up going to get help and um, I ended up, you know, slowly but surely getting my life back together. Um, I started dealing with the trauma that I'd been through as a child and as a teenager. And then, you know, with my dad passing away, and um, I got a job uh, working at Lowe's as a paint girl. I was mixing paint for people at Lowe's, but I took so much pride in it and I did it to the absolute best of my ability because I just wanted to be better. And I just wanted to show that I could, in fact, do things and do them well. And so because of that, um, I ended up very quickly getting promoted inside of Lowe's um, to a position that was an outside sales. And I ended up becoming a top 10% in the entire company of Lowe's Home Improvement in that position. Um, 
And so it just, it really um, showed me what I was capable of. Um, and, and it was really the stepping stone, I believe, to what I do now. And so, um, you know, while my story was hard and there was a lot of hard things, what I think people don't do enough of is they don't share the hard things. And it's the hard things that we go through when we share them with others that give them hope that they too can get through it. Because oftentimes when we're in it, we don't think that there's anyone else like us that is going through that, right? Because I was a very normal mom doing normal things. I homeschooled and was at church and doing all the things. And then I lost my mind. Like it, it, it's, it was like something just snapped in me. And so I didn't know there were other people like me until I went and got help. And so now I'm really passionate about making sure people know the beginning parts of that story um, and not just see the Tina today and be confused by that, right? That I've just always had it easier. This comes naturally because none of this came naturally for me, right? And so um, I think that if I could get across anything today, one of the things I hope that your um, listeners would hear is that share your story. Your story is the hope somebody needs that they can get through whatever it is they're walking through. And I can assure you, there are a lot more people walking through what you feel like is only happening to you than you can possibly imagine. I couldn't agree more. And I think this is why it's so important that we have conversations like this, because to peel back those layers is so important. And even if you don't share everything because you're not comfortable in sharing everything, I think revealing to that quote unquote outside world um, that we are as influencers, because that's what we are, um, we are real people and we have real experiences and we are still human. Even when you have built a level of success, real stuff still happens and we still have to deal with you know, things behind closed doors and we still have families to navigate and all of the stresses and strains that come along with growing businesses. And that's very real and it doesn't go away. And I think sometimes people think just because you hit a certain level or you earn a certain amount of money or you live a certain way of life, that that you are, you're immune to that stuff. It's just not true, is it? No, it's really not. And and I love what you said, you know, share the part you're comfortable with because it took years, honestly, years. I mean, I've been, I've been in the spotlight, so to speak on social media for seven and a half years now. And, and it wasn't until just last year that I asked, shared the deepest part of my story because I just wasn't comfortable yet. Um, you know, sometimes we do have to get the confidence to share some of those, but I continued to share what I felt led to share up until that point. And then I continue to share what's going on in my life today, because just because I have success today doesn't mean that I don't walk through some really tough things. And I think we continue to have to be transparent about that. So people don't have this false sense of what success looks like. Success is a lot of give and take. Success is a lot of successes and failures. Success is a lot of really good moments and really tough moments. And I think we just have to be transparent and honest about that. I was actually really inspired by your journey with your health. So obviously I've watched your journey with your business and I've watched your journey with your health, but I, 
I was really inspired by the fact you were very vulnerable about how you felt in your body and how you wanted to choose to make changes to to those things and and actually your experience afterwards I loved the fact you were very real and honest about what that looked like um and I think a we don't talk about that enough so you know people have they, they they make changes to their body or they choose to have Botox or they choose to do whatever it is that they choose to do. And I'm of the opinion that that's your personal choice and you should do whatever makes you happy, right? right. Um, but I also, I think it's important that we do share the highs and lows so that people can make their their decision based upon reality. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my, my, my story is this with that, with my health journey, I wasn't someone that was always overweight. I mean, I was like most women, I struggled with 10 to 20 pounds, really almost my entire, cause I mean, I had my first child at 17. So my weight started drastically fluctuating when I got pregnant with my first child, but it wasn't ever um, a real issue until around 2013. This was after I'd gotten my life together. Okay. This is really speaking to what you said, even after you experience success, you go through things. And I was going through some things personally, um, and with my teenage children. And I just get, became consumed with dealing with that and stopped taking care of me. And it was like, I woke up one day and I was a hundred pounds overweight. Um, and, and I know people are like, how <laughs> it's just what happened. I, it wasn't like I was overeating or anything like that. I just wasn't eating right. And when I did eat, I wasn't eating good things. And so, um, it, it didn't take long for the hundred pounds to, to come on me. And then it felt impossible to get that much weight off. Like I just for years struggled to think, Oh my God, how am I ever going to lose this much weight? But I remember in 2019, I was really starting to experience um, some high levels of success in my business. And I remember looking around at the people I was speaking on stages with and the people um, that were having more success than me. And I remember thinking they're very healthy. Not only are they having success in business, but they're also taking care of their bodies. Um, they're in the gym. They're, they're taking care of their mindset. And so it was really an eye-opening moment for me. And I thought, okay, I've got to get this under control. And so I just had to shift my mindset from I had to lose 100 pounds to I just needed to lose 10 pounds at a time. And, you know, in the beginning, I'm like a lot of people, I was embarrassed and I didn't want to go to a gym and I didn't want to be a friend of people. So I didn't. I just walked. I walked for literally a year. I walked and I got up to 10,000 steps a day just in my neighborhood. I just walked. That's it. When it was cold, I, remember, I walked. I remember yeah. you would do your lives and you were walking and you were walking and you were walking. And I love that. I love the fact that we were able as an audience to take part in that journey. At yeah. the very beginning. Yeah. And then and then today, you know, my most proud moment isn't the fact that I lost it because a lot of people can lose weight, right? And 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 they do, but they gain it back. My proudest moments are the fact that I've kept it off. That I that I got my mindset right around my relationship with food and stress so that I handle it differently. So I'm not putting back on. And now I actually have a personal trainer that I work with four days a week because I believe as women, as we age, we need one of the things that was this big misconception is you need to do cardio, cardio, cardio. And actually we need to lift. We need to lift and keep our muscles strong. And so now I do that four days a week. And it's not like I'm I mean, some bodybuilder or anything like that but I'm stronger than I've ever been physically and mentally. Um, and that of course translates into my business, right? Because when you have discipline with your physical body, you will have more discipline in your business. 
Absolutely. How you do one thing is how you do everything, really. Right. It it, it really is. It really is. And I know it's not easy. And I know there are going to be a lot of people that are listening to this going, yeah, I am stretched. Like I'm dealing with a teenager that's really hard work or, you know, I've got a baby or like me, I've got six. I've got teenagers and babies. I mean, it's a whole combination. And, you know, some days I literally spend the whole day running around like a headless chicken between running a business or multiple businesses and the kids I kind of collapse into bed at night time and I'm like I am done but that we can still squeeze in things for ourselves right Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah I mean as a matter of fact I think it's the most important thing you should do you should be taking care of you first and stop putting yourself on the back burner because your kids are watching your children are watching everything you do. And if you always put you last, then you were teaching them to put themselves last. Instead, you should make you a priority and you should take care of your physical fitness. You should take care of your mindset because if they seen you do that, then they in turn are going to do that. And you are going to raise strong mental, mentally and physically people in your life, which is what you want them to be, right? And so oftentimes as mothers, and as I'm a grandmother now, We can feel like that we need to spend all of the time with them instead of showing them, right? Because this is true in everything, right? People don't do what you say. They do what you do. And so be that example to the people that you love most, which are typically the people you gave birth to. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. So you're now a grandma. I mean, which is crazy because you just look insane. So what is that experience like in comparison with parenting oh goodness well if I would have known grandchildren were so much fun I'd had them first Um, (laughs) actually yeah I mean it's 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 such an incredible thing to well first of all you're older right and so you have just more patience than you had probably with your own children because you're just trying to survive when you have your children right um i mean i would imagine you understand that just from having teenagers and babies like i'm sure you're a different yeah. parent not because my you didn't want to be right my three, my three eldest are like hang on a minute mom like we would have what what who even are you i'm like look <laughs> i have a lot of parenting experience under my belt now my eldest is 19 my youngest is one I'm going to be a different person I was 18 years old when I had my first so I can completely relate you learn from those experiences so yeah 100% yeah and so and and then I just um one of my reasons why you hear people talk about you what is your why my reason why I I get up and I show up and I've built the business I have was because I knew um, at the time I didn't have grandchildren, but I knew my children were getting to the ages that that was going to be a real possibility. And I just wanted to have time with them. I, I wanted to be able to just say yes. And I don't mean to stuff. I mean to memories. And so I wanted to be able to take them on trips that they would never forget. I wanted to be able to pick up and like today, I'm going to leave at around two o'clock and I'm going to go and visit my granddaughter and they just bought a new house and I'm going to see her new bunk bed. And, and I didn't want anything or anyone to tell me that that I couldn't do those things. I wanted to be a very present grandparent in their lives. And so it's why I did the difficult and the hard things that um, made absolutely no sense in the beginning um, and threw those mouse ears on so that today I could have that freedom. I love that. I love that. So let's talk a little bit about your career, because even in the few short years that I have been witness to your journey, you've had some 
amazing successes. I know you've moved to a different company and all the stuff that comes along with that, that's not easy. And I think sometimes, you know, people don't understand that even when you've built success once, doesn't mean it just comes like overnight the second time, right? It just doesn't. No, it doesn't. Um, you know, it's always, um, I feel like a really big decision to make a move, especially within the industry that I'm in. And, and, you know, it's unfortunate in the day and time we live with social media being the way it is, people can be, um, deceived, so to speak about, um, you know, switching and doing something different. And so my reason to switch, I honestly didn't think I ever would. I thought I was, I was where I was going to be forever, but that changed. Um, and it was, it wasn't due to anything that I could control. Right. And so I understood, um, I, I, I spoke with, and you know, Rob Sperry, right. Um, he's so oh, incredible. Love him. He's so, so lovely. He is. And so I asked him, I was like, I'm so nervous. I just, ah, and he said, Tina, there are people out there that get lucky. And then there are people out there that know how they did it and they could do it again. Which one are you? And I said, well, I know how I did it. And he said, then just go do it again. And so that was it. And then I also had to understand that my past success did not guarantee my future success. Mm -hmm. And so that meant that I couldn't rely on what Tina Joy Carroll had done previously or the ranks that she had hit previously I had to get back in the trenches and do it again. And then um, as I was building in my new opportunity, you know, God really reminded me, Tina, if you can't be thankful for where you are, why would I give you more? And so I had to get in a constant state of gratitude about where I was. And as I did that, it was unreal how much my business was growing. Absolutely. I think I can completely resonate with that. And I think when you have built that success, and for whatever reason, you walk away from that success or that success is taken away and you have to rebuild, you you feel that overwhelming pressure from outside eyeballs because you know people are looking at you. And that in turn is a pressure in, in itself. And for me, I and I'm sure you're the same, it's like you almost have to go inward in order to go outward. It's like, okay, focus on all of my skills, all of the things I've done before that I know have worked, all of my lived experience and my past experience and all of the things. And it's like, you have to dig deeper than you've ever had to dig. But you are proof that you can rebuild. You can yeah. rebuild. Absolutely. You know, and I also feel like too, that, that um, you have to be laser focused. Like you can't look side to side and you certainly can't look back and you can't compare yourself to anyone else. Like you just have to be laser focused, looking ahead at what you are setting out to do. And again, it's one of those things where social media is, is good. And then it's bad because it's so easy to look at what everybody else is doing around you and compare yourself and think, well, what if I did this or what if I did that instead of just what is my skill set? What can I do to move and drive my business in the direction that I want it to go and not look the other ways? And so that is something that I am really, really good at is just staying laser focused on what it is that I'm doing and, and cutting out all noise, even if that requires me to unfollow some people. Um, not that I don't want to be their friend, but if I need to do that so that I can be in the, the right space mentally to drive my business in the direction that I want to go, then I will. I'll do that for seasons. Absolutely. And you said something that's really interesting there. Seasons. Seasons. Right. Seasons. It, it's everything is a season, right? Yeah. And I think when we're, when we're in it, sometimes when it feels very heavy, we forget that it's a season. So right. I know what's worked for me. What's worked for you when you're in it and it feels sticky and muddy and like you're wading through tar? What are the things that you do in order to be able to move yourself forward? 
Well, the first thing is gratitude. Um, it is, you can't live in a state of fear and, um, um, feeling defeated if you're in a state of gratitude and we all have things that we can be grateful for. And so getting in just a state of gratitude and listing, you know, three, four, five, 10 things daily um, when you wake up and do the same thing at night before you go to bed that you're grateful for. I mean, it suddenly puts into perspective how good you have it. Um, Mm -hmm. And then, you know, I think that you just need to remember that if it were easy, everyone would do it. That's why so many don't because they get hung up on the hard parts. And so I realized two things very early on um, in starting my business um, in 2016. The two things I realized were most people quit. And all I had to do was show up one day longer than those people. And so for seven and a half years, I've just been showing up one day longer than the people who will quit. And I do it consistently, even when I don't feel like it, even when life is happening to me, even when it feels like all four walls are caving in, I still show up in some shape, form or fashion every single day, like the woman who wants to create the dream she says she wants to create. And then I always take inventory uh, at the end of the day, like, would I be somebody I would want to recruit? And I have to answer that honestly, because only I can. And then instead of beating myself up, I just am determined the next day to improve upon the things that I know that I can do better. Yeah, I talk about that a lot. That self-reflection piece is so important. And I think for whatever reason, a lot of us don't do that enough. And I think we have to be honest with ourselves, but also what you said is important about not beating yourself up because we are all going to have good and bad days. We're going to have days where we're rocking and rolling. We're going to have days where we're sluggish or hormonal or stressed or whatever. But that if you self-reflect and you understand, okay, I didn't have a great day today. What happened to take me off track? What could I have done better? What can I do better tomorrow? You are going to see a result. You are going to see results in your business. And I think... There are so many people, regardless of what industry you're in, that throw the towel in so quickly because, you know, social media or, you know, their friends said or their judgment from other people or they think it's going to be a short shortcut. And it's just not the economy, you know, life at the moment. We've had the pandemic where we've been locked in our houses for the last three years. Well, I wasn't. I was traveling, but lots of people are locked in their houses for three years. And so there is this there's this heavy atmosphere and you have to be the one to go. Actually, I am not I'm not taking part in this atmosphere. I'm going to build my own atmosphere and I have to build the success that I want. And I have to live life in my own way. And if people are on board, great. If they're not, you know, I I wish them all luck in the world, but I'm going in this direction. And, And that's what I love about you. I absolutely love that you're just like, you know what, this has happened, but I'm going to continue rocking and rolling in my mouth is watch me. (laughs) I look tired at the same time so before you go if you were to impart one piece of wisdom on the listener what would that what would that wisdom be oh so I mean I think that um you know people need to know that they're worthy and their story matters 
and someone needs to hear it. Um, I think oftentimes a life um, people can, can beat people down to a point that they think that they're just not worthy and they don't matter and they couldn't possibly make a difference and their story couldn't possibly make a difference. And none of those things are true. Every story matters. You matter. You are absolutely worthy of the dreams that you set for yourself. And the only thing stopping you from going after them is you. And you just have to start taking action daily. And, and, and sometimes you don't even know what that looks like. But one of the things that I love that John Maxwell teaches is that action will help you map out the dream. And so sometimes we're not even sure what we're doing or where we're going. But if you'll just start taking small steps in the direction of where you want to go, eventually the road will kind of tell you where you need to go. So just go do the darn thing. Just go do it. You don't want to be on your deathbed and and, and have regrets. You want to be on your deathbed knowing you gave it all you had to go after everything you said you ever wanted boom thank you so so much where can everybody find you because there are gonna be lots of people that listen to this that are like i need to stalk this person <laughs> tell us so it's easy. I made this simple for everyone. I am Tina Joy Carroll on every platform. You cannot not find me. And I have a mouse ears in every for, uh, profile picture. So if you find a Tina Joy Carroll in mouse ears, you have landed on me. I love that. Thank you so much for joining us today. And that concludes today's episode with me, Leona Burton. You have been listening to the Rebel Influencer Podcast. Wow. What an episode. Before you go, I'd just like to say a massive thank you to Peaks Private Members Club for their sponsorship. Just remember, Peaks isn't just about events. It is about creating an environment where entrepreneurs who are serious about scaling their business coming together with a focus on mastermind sessions, unique mentoring, and deep, meaningful connections and conversations. Peaks is about redefining the entrepreneurial journey. Discover more at peaksprivatemembersclub.com and make sure you go and follow Nicola Peak on Facebook or any of her other socials. For our listeners, Peaks is offering a special opportunity. Reach out to Nicola and mention my Rebel podcast and you'll be in to receive an exclusive discount.